Hi, everyone. A massive warm welcome to today's Altcoin Bible, my favorite episode of the week. We're going to look at three cryptos today, all of them very, very popular. We've got Litecoin, Solana, and Dogecoin. I'm going to show you why. These are the charts I'm looking for around Cherry Ripe, Wonder Watch, and also Danger Zone. Just quickly, we've seen Bitcoin now contract, which is really, really great to see. So markets do not go up forever. And we discussed this last week as well, that we've seen a tremendous run, but we need it just to come back. We need those bulls to distribute the profits uh, where they are so we can have a nice, healthy pullback. It's almost like a staircase up and elevator down. So uh, again, it's really, really great to see this. This is a healthy pullback for the markets. Bitcoin is up about 40% for the year. So if it was Coming to continue, keep going up higher into the Federal Reserve FOMC on the second where they are looking to raise interest rates. I'd be pretty concerned that we were going to see a bit of a, a rug pull when the market just going to drop again. Uh, but this seems rather healthy and we're leading into the event with a bit of contraction, which I really, really love to see. So getting that out of the way, altcoins across the board are facing the problem right now of very low liquidity. So that means the order books are very, very thin, uh, meaning buyers and sellers there just aren't a lot of them. So when there's big buys and big sells, it doesn't take much to move the market uh, quite a bit. So what I just want everyone to keep super, super aware of is that when Bitcoin and Ethereum, let's say, I'm going to join those two together, but namely Bitcoin, when they move higher, altcoins will follow in a, in a market sense, probably relatively, you know, um, a little bit harder percentage points higher. But it, by and large, it's not a bull market. In bull markets, if Bitcoin moves up and goes sideways and just oscillates, Altcoins will really run and catch up. They're you know, going 10, 20, 30% at sometimes uh, at that extreme, even harder. Um, and the opposite is also true in this phase of the market. If Bitcoin finds resistance like it did around 24,000, 25,000 and wants to come back, altcoins are going to get hit doubly hard because there just isn't the amount of liquidity. There's not enough buyers there to really hold those support levels. So we're seeing when Bitcoin does contract, altcoins really get moved back. Uh, so we've seen a lot of those gains that a lot of people made over this recent period uh, really get taken out again. So just want to keep everyone around that. This isn't a bull market. You have to be very, very across uh, what your sell points are. And maybe if you're trading this, have very, very tight stop losses in case we do see uh, the uh, the structure change on Bitcoin or it runs into resistance. You have to be very, very aware of the domino effect of liquidity in this market. All right, let's crack into the charts. You don't want to hear me rubbing on about that. Uh, for the rest of the video. I'm going to start with my danger zone this week, and it is Solana. It has had an incredible run off the lows. Uh, look at that, 230%. Now, not many people would have been buying down at $8, uh, but if you did or you traded this, absolutely, congratulations, 230-something percent to the high. Now we're finally having that cool-off, as we spoke about before. Uh, Solana is going to have a contraction to a, a retest of support. It needs to. This has been a really solid run into the 200-day moving average. This is a, a super important point of support and resistance. And right now, we've run into it a few times. I just haven't been able to break it. And right now, this looks like, to me here, this is a, um, a rejection. So we've had a very big fall away of momentum on the RSI and also the stock RSI. It looks pretty bad uh, in terms of uh, bulls losing strength. And you know, this just gives sellers the license to really move in and, and press their advantage. And right here, if we just have a, a quick look at a pattern I just quickly drew, it's a, a rising wedge in my eyes, and it has breached the bottom of that. So I think this is falling over. And what I'm looking for now is where are those key areas of support? Uh, because Solana is going to have that, that pullback. And right now, there's not a, a ton of volume uh, that's stopping it from coming back down to these sort of areas. So that's where I'm really focused on. It's $23 at the moment. 
I really think this area around here, this cluster of volume, exactly where this is pitched is where it's probably heading if Bitcoin has its contraction the FOMC. Uh, so if you're looking to, you know, lay orders, this is how I'm, I'm coming to this conclusion is, uh, look, on the Fibonacci retracement at around the 50% retracement, this aligns perfectly with this move up where it just went sideways, breached the 0.5 there, blitzed right through. So for me, the 0.5 is going to be the area that I'm very, very interested in. Uh, also the volume on the right-hand side. If it gets through the 0.5, then the 0.618 is definitely that next area because it's sitting on top of this uh, enormous volume area that held up this entire area down here. So that's where I'm looking for Solana to go. So in a visual sense, um, and this all depends as well on your thesis on whether you think uh, Solana is going to uh, bounce back and the market is in the space where we're seeing positive trends develop. I think we probably are. Um, but again, that's probably in your own investment thesis. But this move is a very strong impulse. I'd be very surprised if this was the end of it. So if I'm thinking out loud here, you can lay in orders at a couple of these Fibonacci tracers and the volume support levels, expecting and anticipating, you know, bounce something like that out of it. Uh, but these are the kind of ways that you can look to try and catch um, value on the way back instead of FOMOing in through these kind of patterns up here. But right now, this looks like it's falling over, probably a, a good opportunity to short. I'd be um, very, very interested if it breaches that 22, uh, this level here. So 26, so this very key horizontal support before the big capitulation. If it breaches that, then yeah, it's probably going to go into this area um, quite quickly. All right, LTC, my wonder watch this week. Now it's been my cherry ripe a few times as well, but it is still wonder watch because of the relative strength it is showing and because it is just under that $100 threshold, that psychological resistance that we've seen over here. Look at how strong this $100 level was as support previously and then completely breached underneath it. So it really wants to take back through it. And fundamentally wise, you need to be aware that uh, Litecoin is having its halving. So it's mining reward. Uh, so supply to market is halved in August, exactly the same as the Bitcoin halving. Bitcoin's halving is actually next year and around April, March, but Litecoin is in August this year. So it is seeing that real bump up because people are anticipating that the supply is going to be tightened. And hence, you're seeing this buy the rumor, sell the news sort of thing. And if you look back through history, Litecoin has traditionally led the market and run the year before. Uh, it really depends on how high and how hard it's going to go and whether those organic buyers are still going to be there to really drive it to all new time highs. I wouldn't be surprised. But my sense is that in this next phase, you really want to be watching these kind of areas up here. So 100, then you look at 134. So why am I looking at 134? Well, it's because of this local high over here that looks reasonably juicy, but would not be surprised to see it go a little bit higher. See, the market's contracted back into this area and you just really want to watch these volume supports. So let's just zoom out even further just to show you where price may gravitate towards. There is a bit of a volume gap through here. So that's 134 seems right, and that's why it's perfectly sort of aligned there, also to that previous high. So I think it can get to 134 rather quickly, but after that, I think it probably comes back and wants to retest 100. But that being said, if we see a bit of a contraction here along with most altcoins, but just a weaker contraction because of that relative strength that Litecoin is showing, uh, I think you can get the Fibonacci retracement out again here and just see where Litecoin might go. So from the, the swing low to swing high currently, uh, this area in here, the 0.5 to 0.618 Fibonacci retracement, I've drawn that box in there. 
83 feels about right uh, because of that 0.5 and also because of the volume support over here. I don't know if it's going to get much lower um, wherever it wants it down to these volume supports just because of that relative strength. And I think buyers will be very, very keen to catch some Litecoin here. We also have a look at the momentum oscillator. They don't look too bad at all. It looks like the stochastic is kind of bottomed out and it's bouncing. Also, the RSI itself, uh, you could look at Litecoin as if it's you know about to break up into this power zone up here. So uh, it may not contract down here, but I'd be very surprised if we run into 100 and just blitz straight through. I suspect we're going to run into it from a bit of a sell-off. So um, those are the things you want to be looking at. Also, if you're looking at a pattern that could be developing, the ascending <clears throat> triangle kind of pattern, but really, I think this is probably more of a, a channel. Uh, that's moving higher and I've got a sending wedge there but I, I really think it's probably more just a channel and you just want to watch the momentum which is um, you know these uh, higher lows so the lows are all getting higher and the higher highs keep getting higher as well so that's really really important you can see the positive trend there now we're just waiting for that decisive break and of note as well the 21 moving averages purple line here is is perfectly being used as a bit of a pillow as it <clears throat> sort of glides up into this resistance level. So this is like a magnet, 100 is a magnet. We've been saying it since about $60 and $70. If you got on a Litecoin back then, even at $50, I think we had it saying that $100 is probably that magnet because of that, um, that supply halving. So just be aware of all that. I think Litecoin actually looks really good. So it is my one to watch. Um, and uh, look, Litecoin or Dogecoin, you could have probably flipped a coin there. I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards Litecoin because it has that fundamental pull, that catalyst. Whereas Dogecoin, you're a bit unsure on why it's moving, but it has a history of moving <clears throat> in different markets and really having a, almost like a mini bull market in itself. You just don't know with, with Dogecoin. Um, but I'm going to show you the chart here because it really interests me. In terms of this here, Dogecoin is just showing strength. So Bitcoin has had that pullback, but Dogecoin really didn't react to it at all. In fact, it's just still trending up in this high low. You can see these, these wicks over here, especially this was a bit of an outlier, but you can see here this week, higher than the last, higher than the last. So very, very clearly trending up. Also the higher lows, very, very clean, higher low structure moving higher. Uh, look, I drew, <coughs> excuse me, a rising wedge here, which is generally a bearish pattern. If, and, and again, this is subjective because of these wicks, but I've drawn it there because that's, that's how I felt. Before this candle, I drew it there as well. Um, <coughs> my sense is when you see a rising wedge, it's generally a bearish pattern and it breaks up. So the bulls are in charge instead of the bears. That's a pretty darn bullish sign. Uh, that it, it wants to move higher. So look, for me, it broke up very clearly here with this, this big bulb candle and importantly, it closed above it. So this whole day of price action, so every candle we see on this chart is a full day of price action, green or red, doesn't matter. Uh, but this big green candle closed uh, outside of this, this rising wedge, let's say. So that closed, confirmation that it, it wants to close above. Now, today's price action, we've come back down to retest it, which is really, really great. We want to wait for the close of today's candle. We really want to make sure. So tomorrow morning, if you're watching this chart or wherever you are in the world, um, just look on the right-hand side here. So 23 hours to go of this candle. For confirmation and what you really want to wait for those candles to close and if this red candle closes above this triangle then this is probably a really nice um area to go long or maybe you buy a spot where you just want to ride this up to the next level because it's very clear that dogecoin looks reasonably good here also you see the volume come through that broke through this rising wedge so that to me looks pretty darn good also the rsi is starting to move higher uh nice little trend there as well stock you know that looks fine to me just moving up like that you could dive into it deeper but Really, really like the look of Dogecoin here. And just broadly, Dogecoin has been trying to trend up after breaking this huge uh, multi-year down channel. And now it's coming up and trying to, to move higher. But uh, just quickly as well, I just noticed as you zoom out, 
So there's an enormous volume gap here. So Dogecoin really has a license to thrill up to about that uh, one, was it 13 cents US? So a 38% move. That is absolutely on the cards to the range high. Of course, it could get caught a little bit here at you know, uh, 11 cents. Uh, with a bit of contraction, but for me, you know, that's a little bit of volume, but not a ton. There's a big gap all the way up to around about that area. So that's probably your target um, that you're going to want to see. Obviously, um, monitor the cryptos that you're in. If you're in any trades, if you're buying for the shorter term, also if you're buying for medium, long term, you can also forecast that out. But, you know, that's that's what I wanted to show you guys today. So some interesting charts, and I love the fact that not all the charts are looking similar. Most altcoin charts are trying to do that contraction in different patterns and in different ways, uh, but some are showing huge relative strengths. I think Matic as well. So Matic showed last week uh, enormous relative strength underneath resistance, and it just would not go lower. Uh, to me, showing relative strength, grinding underneath resistance, and it blitzed through. It was up, you know, 14 to 20% off the top of my head. So uh, just remember that, guys. You know, it's not it's not always, you know, you run into resistance and you're just going to go down. If it's just showing a lot of stickiness and the, the strength is there, you know, there's every chance that it could break up and obviously put that in your risk profile on how you're going to play it. But um, that's what I'm seeing, guys. Hope you've enjoyed this old coin bubble. We'll catch you again next week. Bye.